Welcome to Vantage Point, a weekly podcast aimed to provide insight, perspective, and keys to daily living through the lens of God. We are so pleased you decided to tune in, and we hope you enjoy today's message. Now, please welcome the host of Vantage Point, Nick Ruffin. Welcome you guys back to Vantage Point Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Ruffin, and you know, I want to, first off, I want to thank everybody who listened to the first episode and gave some amazing feedback on the series, on the podcast, definitely got some feedback on the volume as well. And we're going to be working to change some of that up with this episode and going forward. I wanted to also talk about, before we get started, the ways you can listen to Vantage Point. So just recently posted on the Facebook page, we're available on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Spotify, Pocket Cast, and Stitcher. So if you have one of those apps, you can go ahead and subscribe and get the up-to-date alerts on your phone or your computers or your tablets. And as always, you can definitely go to the website, www.vantagepointpodcast.us, and be able to follow there as well. So I want to jump right into part two of Vantage Point's first series that we've titled Leap. And in week one, we talked about the concept of leap, right? We talked about what it means, what it looks like. We talked about the life of Moses a little bit, and we went into a specific time in his life where he was challenged to take a leap. This week, I want to look at another aspect of leaping, and I believe that in this view, we can overcome the next biggest reason why we don't leap. And so for part two, the title of the message is Not Alone. This past Monday, I got to experience the commencement ceremony for Union High School. I was able to see my oldest daughter walk across the stage as she was one of 1,200 seniors, which was the largest graduating class in the school's history. As I sat back and watched the three-hour event, I had the revelation that watching 1,200 people accept their diplomas, they were about to take the biggest leap of their lives. For some of them, it's going into the family business. For others, it's going to colleges like Yale and Baylor and Oklahoma State and OU. And for others, it's joining the military. And it really helped me solidify that our leaps are never alone. There had to be at least 8,000 people in attendance cheering them on as they call names, parents, siblings, friends, everybody. I'm not sure which of the graduates believe in God or even trust him, but their leap is right in front of them. And I'm sure they're full of a lot of things, a lot of emotions. I'm sure they're uncertain and have doubt and maybe even a little fear about what their next step is going to be in the fall. Expectations are going to be high for them, not just for themselves, but on from other people. None of them have ever done anything like this and never stepped foot on a college campus, never put on a military uniform or ever helped run a business. But there's no doubt in my mind that most of them are focused on their own abilities. That's a lot like Moses faced when given the task of going to a king and requesting the release of the people. Last week, we talked about the conversation Moses had with God and how Moses pretty much rebutted God at every turn. And I want to focus a little more on the way God responded to Moses. In Exodus chapter 3, verse 11, Moses asked, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? God responds in verse 12 with, I will be with you, and this will be a sign to you that is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. I'm pretty sure that's not the response that Moses wanted to hear. I'm pretty sure that's not the response that we would want to hear. But one of the biggest things to realize about that interaction right there is 
God isn't interested in your belief in yourself. He is more interested in your belief in him. God didn't even acknowledge Moses and say, yeah, I know you don't speak well, or yeah, I know you're not the best choice, or sure, I can pick someone else, but God specifically chose you and I for a purpose, just like he chose Moses, and our leap is a test of faith to know God is with us. Moses had no faith in himself. A lot of the times we don't either, but he was so focused on that that he couldn't see that God would be with him. Isn't it interesting that the man who questioned God to the point of saying send someone else will be the same man who stood facing the Red Sea with the Egyptians and Pharaoh to his back and using what God gave him had the faith to believe. This is also the same man who stood with the Israelites as they prepared to make their leap into the promised land in Deuteronomy 31.6 and said, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God is with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Then said to Joshua in verse 8, The Lord your God goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. What was Moses telling him? Why would he use these words? Could it be that at the season age of 120, he realized the true meaning of leap? Moses had seen wavering faith throughout his journey with the Israelites firsthand. Whether it was complaining about Pharaoh, whether it was complaining about Moses or complaining about something to eat, Moses knew that their focus had to be more on God than it was their situation or their own ability. My question to you is what would happen if you trusted God enough to leap? What would happen if you were able to put aside your own fears and, and, and thoughts about yourself and step into some level of purpose and make that leap and trust God on the way? I want to leave you with a story about an 80-year-old woman named Gladys Aylward. Gladys moved to China from London and had a specific instruction from God, serve him by serving lost children. At this time, China wasn't fully free and the Chinese army was beginning to invade the city she was in. Gladys made a choice. She took the 100 orphans that she was responsible for and she headed to the mountains to reach free China. About a month into the journey, like many of us, Gladys became discouraged and overwhelmed and felt she would fail. On that night that she felt the most overwhelmed, she was up and couldn't sleep. And one of the children came to her, sat next to her. The young girl tried to encourage Gladys, reminding her of Moses and the Israelites and their escaping Egypt. Gladys immediately complained and said, I'm no Moses. And I'm sure in the most childlike response, the young girl replied, of course you're not Moses, but Jehovah is still God. And I came to tell you that the same God of Moses was the same God of Gladys, and it's the same God of you and me today. There is no level of exhaustion, frustration, self-doubt, or self-pity that will change who God is. Accept your imperfections, accept the situation, but know that Jehovah is still God. Yes, the leap is bigger than you. It's supposed to be, because God picks up where we can't. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Get connected by following us on Facebook at Vantage Point Podcast. Have a question or want to give feedback? Click the send email button to share your thoughts with Nick. We'll see you next week on Vantage Point.